Hi, I'm Dr. Shante, and welcome to what is probably the most important podcast episode that I have ever recorded and shared with you. I am beyond privileged to have with me for this episode, Ms. Geneva Reed Beal, the mother of Sandra Bland. And for those of you who have been listening, you know that I was very passionate and just very moved in my spirit by the seemingly series of just civil injustice against African-Americans, particularly African-American women, African-American youth, and in particular, how it is related to civil injustice with our law enforcement system. And as I attended the funeral of Sandra Bland, one thing that struck me as incredibly remarkable was her mother. This woman was praising the Lord in a way that I had never seen anyone praise the Lord. It wasn't sad, it was a celebration of life and it was a conviction to continue to fight on for justice. So I'm so blessed to introduce Ms. Geneva Reedville, welcome to the show. Oh, Dr. Shante, thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be sitting here with you, my dear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I have to do this um, because you and I are, are both believers and my, my listening base is believers. So let's just start in prayer. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh Lord, mm. thank you God thank you. for bringing these two mothers together. My God. Thank you, God, for knitting these two hearts together. Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to continue the conversation. Thank you for this yes, platform, sir. Father God, that continues to show how you move even in the midst of mm. tragedy, even in My the midst God. of disappointment, My Lord God, God that mm. you are able mm. Mm -hmm. to allow us to believe bigger than our circumstances. Oof. Yes, Lord. Lord, come into this interview right now mm. that your people that these mothers, that everyone listening, that yes. everyone that needs to be healed from hurt yes, God. might be delivered mm. through what we do here today. Yes, Lord. In your son Jesus' mm. name we do pray. Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. So here's what I remember from the funeral. Yes. You gave such a powerful speech that the pastor said, I'm not coming behind that. <laughs> there, there's nothing left to say but amen at this point. But one thing that you said repeatedly, because you knew that the press was there and that the, the world was watching, was don't misquote me. That's right. Do not misquote me. That's right. And so the media has a, a way of distorting things. That's right. Of, of spinning things. That's right. And so I wanted to use this platform to for you to share with the audience. Who was the Sandy that you knew? Oh my God. Sandy was my six foot diva. All right. Sandy was the person who was not going to allow you to tell her what her rights were not right. because she had already researched and found out what her rights were. Mm -hmm. And this is in any situation. So she was my radical sister soldier. All right. Okay. She was also the baddest trombone player you ever want to meet. All right, Sandy. That's how she got to Prairie View A&M. She went there on a scholarship to play the trombone. Nobody has said this in the news, okay? Mm -hmm. Sandy was also the person, yes, the agriculture in her at the kitchen table. You know why you shouldn't eat that? You know what's in that? No, I don't think you need that. So by the time Sandy got through working over your plate, mm -hmm. you didn't even want to eat anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the grocery store with Sandy. Mm. 
mm, you're not going to get that right. Let me show you why. And here she is turning over the package to show you why. I quite frankly didn't care about the package mm -hmm. and the ingredients. If I wanted it, I wanted it. But once Sandy got through with you, you wouldn't necessarily buy it on that trip with her, but you would run back to the store and get it later. <laughs> that was who Sandy was. Sandy was active in everything in school. Mm -hmm. Sandy, my God, anything Sandy wanted to do, she did it. Yeah. And it didn't matter what you thought about it, because you know your children get to an age and they're grown, or they like to tell you they're grown. Mm -hmm. And so we had this running thing of, okay now, Grown means grown, go and get your own. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Hold up. That's a tweetable, everybody. Grown means grown, go and get, get your, your own. own. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's spelled G-R-O-W-N. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so even though you want your children to be everything you want them to be, yeah. we craft out these pictures of who we want these kids to be. Yeah. Not remembering God gave them their own DNA. Yeah. So even though... She's going to say to you, Mommy, now you really don't want me to tell you how I feel about that. You can't get angry if you're asking me how I feel and I share with you. So she was very upfront mm -hmm. and she would tell you exactly what her thought process was if you asked her. If you didn't want to know the truth, Sandy's truth, just don't ask her. Right on. <laughs> yeah, that was her. And one of the wonderful things I loved about Sandy, she was for the underdog. If someone was treated wrong, she's going to go out and she's going to find out how she can assist that individual. That was Sandy. Sandy was the protester. She was on the campus marching for rights at Prairie View when she was there. That was Sandy. She went out to the mall when she found out that the Jackie Robinson players were stripped. Mm. She went to the mall with a petition. She didn't know these kids. It's on her YouTube. You can see it on the Sandy Speaks videos. Hilarious. And so when you talk about somebody who will just step in when someone is being wronged, that was Sandy. And she was passionate about this whole police brutality. Mm. All of the deaths over the last two years yes. affected her in a way that made her begin to go do research, mm -hmm. want to go speak with councilmen, senators. She wanted to do all of this. She met with police people. She met with uh, uh, one of the youth leaders at the church. Okay, she said, no, I, I have to do something. And to have the last, last conversation with her on a road trip coming back, mm -hmm. Sandy said, mom, now I know my purpose. My purpose is to go back to the South and stop all the injustices wow. against blacks. That was on Monday. Wow. The week of her arrest. So take us there. Mm -hmm. The Sandy that you just described is yes. vivacious, full yeah. of life, passionate, Absolutely. a champion for the underdog. Absolutely. Someone who was purpose-driven. Absolutely. So take us to that moment when you found out that Sandy was no longer with us. No longer with us or arrested. Because mm. those are two different events. Um, but I'll take you to the no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> Sandy had gotten... Um, arrested for an unlawful traffic stop that, that the, the arrest was unlawful. Okay. Sandy was minding her own business. She's on campus, coming from the interview that she just got. She had just gotten the job, All student right. ambassador at Prairie View, excited. Was also going to be taking up her master's in political science. Mm. So she had just left the campus. 
I spoke to Sandy that day, that Friday. Mom, I'm on the way to Walmart. I'll call you when I get in. Well, when she got in, didn't get in because she was arrested. Call never came. The call never came. Okay. So we're talking 4.30 in the afternoon on Friday. She never made it. Unlawful traffic stop by a overzealous state trooper. Okay. Okay. No reason to stop her. Definitely no reason to attempt to remove her from her vehicle. Mm -hmm. So she's moved from her vehicle after exercising her rights that everyone in the world who has a little card from their attorney, which says this is how you exercise your rights, this is what you have a right to do, mm -hmm. Sandy had that in the middle of her car. Mm. Okay, So what Sandy was doing was exercising her, her rights. And so to be told that you're going to be tased, if you all go back and look at the video, Sandy was slapped. She was slapped. And that's at the point where Sandy's going, oh, this is really going to happen. Okay, well, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And so that moment of watching her get out of that car for me was the most powerful moment I can remember about my baby. Mm. Because in essence, she was saying, I'm not afraid of you, but I'm going to get out of this car. But it's on now. All right. <laughs> that's what I saw from my baby. Mm -hmm. And so she gets arrested. Uh, there's been many, many reports in the media uh, saying Sandy called home numerous times. No, Sandy did not call home numerous times. Sandy called home one time mm. on Saturday. Spoke with my oldest daughter. I'm in a double conference out in Alsip, so I don't get the information that she's arrested. I'm going, what do you mean? Mm. I just talked to Sandy yesterday. What, what do you mean? Sandy's Friday afternoon on into evening, she was calling Houston people, her friends in Houston. Mm -hmm. She called them before she called home. Mm. So we get the notification at home. We're, we're getting ready to get ourselves together and do what we need to do for her. Mm -hmm. She says, okay, now I'm gonna call you guys tomorrow. She told her Houston family, she told us, she was gonna call us Sunday. Okay. Sandy called nobody on Sunday. No message, word, nothing on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And from what we understand from one of the gentlemen who were down in Houston attempting to contact the jail to get her out, mm -hmm. the jail never answered the phone the entire Sunday. Wow. The entire Sunday. Okay. Monday, my oldest daughter went to call to see, you know, what's going on. She's no longer here. What do you mean she's no longer here? What do you mean? And so I never received a call from Waller County about my daughter being deceased. Wow. The chaplain and sheriff went to a brother-in-law's house in Houston. He called a relative in Georgia. That relative called another relative who then called my oldest daughter who then called me. Wow. This is how I was notified. Wow. And so, of course, I am livid, screaming, didn't, could, couldn't believe it. And I remember saying, God, this is not real. Mm. So I tell my daughter, give me the number, give me the number. So I'm crying and I'm screaming. And my immediate reaction was I hit the floor. And I was not praying. I was screaming to the top of my lungs. Nobody was in the house with me. I was actually working on somebody's deal that day. I sell real estate. 
Well, I did seven months ago (laughs) and for the last 17 years. But I I could not believe it. So I called down. And yes, I was upset. And I'm talking to the gentleman. And he says, well, ma'am, if you continue to keep screaming, I'm going to have to hang up the phone. You're kidding me. Are you serious? Wow. And his response to me was, I said, I'm calling on, on Sandra Bland. This is her mom. He says, yeah, the decedent is on the way to the morgue. The decedent. That is correct. Not your daughter. No, ma'am. Not I'm so sorry for your loss. No, ma'am. No, I'm sorry to have to tell you. No, ma'am. Wow. The decedent okay. is on the way to the morgue. Okay. So I got off of the phone. I called my husband. He raced home. And just, I don't know what happened with the next 22 minutes or so, because I was so out of it. Yeah. I was out of it. I couldn't hear, I couldn't see, nothing. And the Lord took me right to Psalm 136. His mercy endures forever. Right there. That is on her headstone. That was on the obituary, because that's where he took me. And I said, okay, I'm going to get myself together. And I think I changed my voicemail on my cell phone, and I said, Yes, it is true. Sandy has transitioned. This was the message I put on about an hour after her passing. People were calling the phone. They're screaming and yelling and crying. And this is the message. (laughs) (laughs) People were like, now I got to get myself together (laughs) because of your message. So we had about 80 people. Wow. to come to our little two-bed, two-bath condo. And people, we just couldn't believe it. You're not telling me that my daughter, because what I was told was she had committed suicide by way of a plastic trash bag. Mm. And so I'm saying to myself, well, wait a minute, well, what do you mean? She hung herself from a partition in her jail cell, they said. Mm. When we finally saw the petition, or what they proposed to say the petition is, it's about five seven. Sandy is six, six feet. feet. Okay. Out of all the three hundred photos you show me, there is no Sandy suspended in the air. There is no none of that. And you want me to believe that my baby, who told you she can't wait to get to court who was recording everything. I have the last voicemail from Sandy. Mm. Super excited the day she got to Texas. We talked, we shouted, we praised about her getting the job. And you're gonna tell me that just like that. In two days. Something's not right. Something's not right. And so I said it at the funeral. When I put this baby in the ground, Mm. it's on. It's on. (laughs) And it has been on ever since. Wow. At the funeral. Yes. You made it very clear that you don't want people to forget what happened. That's right. First of all, let me just say, were you surprised by the fact that this went nationwide? Are you kidding me? That this was, that everybody knows Sandra Bland. People were saying her name, people that didn't know her, millions of people. Yes. How did that have an impact on your grief process? 
uh, it made it a little easier because truly she will not be forgotten. No. There have been probably over 150 requests to do movies and plays and Broadway and this and this and that, which I can't entertain right now because my focus is to make sure justice comes yeah. for her. Yeah. Every week, I'm talking to you every week, you can check this with my attorney, we get packages from people. These bracelets are made by a gentleman in North Carolina that I have not met yet. Hey, Mike Stewart. <laughs> I have not met him yet, mm -hmm. but he sends them all the time. And they seem to match what I'm wearing that day. Sandy speaks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't know, haven't met him. Mm -hmm. We've received portraits hand done in pencil mm. from inmates wow. in South Carolina, Georgia. We've received, I've got a sterling silver jewelry box that says justice on the outside of it and the bracelet says say her name and the inside is Sandra Bland. These wow. are all, I don't know these people. Things come to my attorney's office every week. That, we go home with things every week mm. and this is from all across the country. A woman walked up to the limo at the funeral and said, Mother Reveal, I'm from Nigeria. Wow. Nigeria stands with you. She said, I'm out here in the parking lot because I could not get in. Wow. The Bible says that all things. All. All. All things. All. Work together. That's my scripture. For good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> for you, eight months later, seven months later, what is the good that you see Oh from my this. My God, my God. There have been so many old cases that were thrown away that are now being reopened. All right. There have been so many mothers who have said, email, Ms. Reveal, my family member, this happened in our family. We didn't have the wherewithal to know what to do. Now we're going back. Come on. Okay. When you have someone come back and say to you, you don't understand, I was ready to give up. Mm. But when you spoke at our church, that gave me life. You don't understand. So what I used to call a mess has turned into a ministry. Mm. I meet the mothers. Now we're in a movement. All right. And then we're ministering to the masses. How high, high five. Let me get <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's the goodness of it. Yeah. Because I think about it and I say, okay, all right. He let me keep my mind. Yeah. Do you understand me? When I tell you, my husband's right there. I was walking around my house for 45, probably 60 days. You would have thought Don King and Cornell West and me was at the same barber. Oh, do you hear me? <laughs> That's what this hair was looking like. Okay. He was letting your soul glow. Did you hear me? Okay. <laughs> okay. And so I found out that I was then in the season. It's five seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, and the season of shut up and sit down. Mm. And so when you're in that season, you have to shut up so that you can hear what he's saying to you. So what I received was, now hold on, you're going to make it through this death, okay? You're going to make it through. And so when you make it through, you're coming into 
that new season of ministry. Okay, you don't have to have, I'm not concerned about a title. I've been a licensed minister since 2012. Mm -hmm. So I don't go places saying I'm the so-and-so of the such and such and whatever. Ministry is every day. Everywhere. Everywhere you go. That's right. When you walk in or out of a room, somebody should feel, smell, touch the presence of the Lord because you were there. That's right. And the way I like to compare it, I tell people, I say, think about a skunk. You know how you're in the South and you ride over a skunk, right? Mm -hmm. And you smell all of that mm -hmm. for miles down the road. Yeah. People should smell the aroma of God off of you every time you see them. That's right. They should. And so to have my mind when I thought I was going to lose it, and then to meet these marvelous moms, Sabrina, Trayvon's mom, mm. Eric Garner's mom, Tamir Rice's mom, mm. And to know that when you say to these women, I'm having a bad day, and they know what that means. Yeah. That means, no, I'm not taking a photo with you today. <laughs> that means, no, I don't feel like talking today. Just leave me be for today. And so I always tell people, you please don't say to us that you know what we feel if you have not lost a baby. Mm -hmm. And so to be on that uh, same side, of course, this is a sorority that nobody Hello. would ever want to be a part of Hello. because your dues are too high with your baby. Mm -hmm. And so when you think in your mind, I'm doing things now that I would have never been able to do were it not for Sandy's death. Mm. And so when I get back and I check the record, I said, dang. Sandy said she wanted to be a student ambassador. Well, doggone it. She is. She is. Sandy wanted to unite the world. She has. She has. Sandy wanted to meet with Bill Foster and Dick Durbin on police brutality. They spoke at the funeral. They sure did. Sandy wanted to be on Roland Martin. Oh, she's been on Roland Martin. Very much so. <laughs> you see? Mm -hmm. And finally, in my 40s, my girlfriends and I would always say, I'm like, girl, when I hit 50, I'm just going to travel. You've been all over the world. So, when I look at that, I say, man, God, you are giving me the desires of my heart. But I had to lose something to gain what you're giving me now. Wow. Now, I wasn't immediately right there. I wasn't there in the Cornell West and Don King stage. No, ma'am. <laughs> it was after that. Okay. <laughs> after we got a hot comb. After, after we after got that. Okay. Yes, it was right. after that. And so I tell people, when you are in an airport and mothers, grandmothers, walk up to you and just say, can I hold you? Mm or when great-grandmothers walk up to you and say, baby, now I got some hope. Mm. Or when the 92-year-old grandmother comes, stands in the line at the courtroom hearing, you understand me? Yeah. To just hug you. It is the most humbling experience. And you want to talk about support from the world. I can't process the emails we receive. Wow. My God, my attorney has become our publicist. Our <laughs> He's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so that is the blessing. Real ministry is occurring. Yeah. Honestly, it really is. Because I told people from day one, no, we're not going to be violent. No, 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 no. And I say that everywhere I go. Because if you allow God, he'll do it. Because his name is on the line. That's right. I know his resume with me. 
So I don't care what it looks like to you. I'm going to wait on his result. And thank you for saying that because a lot of people are fed up. You know, <laughs> um, the, it's more than hashtags now, yes, you know, not since the 60s and 70s have we had such racial Ooh. tension yeah. in this country. Absolutely. And people are, are, are on edge. They're chomping at the bit. So what do you say to them for people who say justice is taking too long? I'm ready to, to, to take matters into our own hands. What is your message to them? My message to those people who are saying that today, eight months later, just as you were saying it on day one, let God handle it. If we let him handle it, he will do it. And I will say this again. If you don't see the mother going crazy, come on, just calm down and know that it will be well. Because all, and that's all, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And he didn't say all things that are comfortable. Mm. He said all. All. Wait on him. And speaking of Durbin, speaking of Foster, you have recently been on the campaign trail with Hillary Clinton. Yes. So tell me, because ironically, today is election day. Yes, it is. <laughs> today yes. is election day. Yes. You're wearing your Hillary button. I am. And, you know, so some people are going for Bernie and some people are going for Hillary. Absolutely. So tell me what is it that made you get behind Hillary wow. and give her your support? Absolutely. I was already a Hillary follower. Okay, I voted for Bill way back, back in the 90s, okay, 20 years way ago. Way back. I remember what the economy was like under his leadership. Mm -hmm. Well, we all know that where there is a strong man, there is a sure enough strong woman behind him. Yes, indeed. We, we know this already. But more than that, she's the most qualified candidate. Are mm -hmm. you kidding me? First lady, secretary of state, senator. She's got the best resume among all the folks, mm -hmm. okay? But the thing that clinched it, okay? Congressmen, state senators, whatever. She was the only one that contacted 12 of us mothers and said, okay, I wanna have a sit down. She mm -hmm. came to Chicago. No media invited. We were at Sweet Maple's restaurant on the west side. That woman came into that room as Secretary of State, First Lady, Senator. But after she heard all of our stories, she left that room as a grandmother, mm. <laughs> a mother. You understand? I understand. And she allowed us. She said, okay, I know what the news media is saying, but you tell me about your baby. This was supposed to be a half-hour meeting. It turned into two hours. Wow. She knew everyone's story around that table. We're talking and she's writing her own notes. Do you hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, I'm gonna be following up with all of you. And she did it. Mm. This was back in October. Letter came after the new indictment. Geneva, I'm so sorry. I heard the news about the new indictment. I can't even imagine what you're feeling. Her own handwriting, okay? Mm -hmm. Then the invitation to the DNC, okay? Didn't announce it, didn't, 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 didn't say a word, not a word. I am literally sitting behind Donna Brazil and in front of Cornell West. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. On the second row, next to Bernie Sanders, daughter-in-law, son, and his wife. 
Wow. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I hear you. Okay. Then another letter comes, Christmas time. Geneva, I can't even imagine. I know this is your first Christmas without your baby. Mm. And I just want you to know I'm thinking about you, Hillary. Okay. And so when I began to talk to the other mothers and they were telling me some of the similar stories and how she reached out, I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. So she had so, you at hello. She, yeah, she had she you at Hillary. You know, right. and I tell people, I said, shoot, we were dating and she didn't even know it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so to, to have people, once you come out and you say who you're endorsing, to have the insult of people to say you're being exploited. Because that's what the mothers experienced. We all experienced this, oh God, Hillary's pimping you. Uh, you she's pimping this tragedy. Myself, Sabrina Fulton, Gwen Carr, Lucy McBath, and Maria Hamilton, you're not going to be exploiting anybody over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So we all decided, no, we're going to stand behind her. We began to get her policies. I've got a stack of her policies and what she is going to do mm -hmm. if she gets in. But the real, real clincher was when she said, what would you like me to do in your daughter's situation? Nobody has asked me that. Mm. Yeah, what did you say? You see, and I told her, I said, I want real justice for my daughter. I want to see some arrests. I want to see some real accountability. That's what I want. Top of the line, I want a meeting with the DOJ. That meeting is going to happen very soon. Wow. Yeah. You see? And so I don't have to, I tell people outside of the fact that she's qualified to the max, mm -hmm. the personal side of her showed me that somebody has truly been sent by God to you to let you know he's got this, okay? He's in control. That's right. So you mentioned Psalms 136. Yeah. And you mentioned all things work together for yes, good. Yes, ma'am. Right now, there's somebody listening who is struggling. My God. Not just with the death of a child, the death of a mom, the mm -hmm. death of a loved one, and mm -hmm can't see through the fog, can't see past the despair. Yeah. And we're trying to encourage people here to believe bigger. That's right. That's right. What is a scripture, a word that you can give to oh them? Oh my God, my God, my God. I am, I stand on Romans 8. All, we have to remember all things work together for the good of those that are called according to his purpose. You, it didn't say what's comfortable for you. Mm. It didn't say what you're in agreement with. It said all. So all means all, and that's all all means. Mm. And when you think about it, Job lost 10 kids in a day. David and Bathsheba had a baby that didn't even have a name, died in seven days. The Lord took Ezekiel's wife and told him he better not cry. And then Rizpah had two sons, hung and she camped out and watched and waited until her sons came down. The strength of a mother can only be drawn from God. For a person that's watching that's not a mother, you may be a father, 
You may be a brother. You may be a nephew. When you get closer to God, he will take you through these things. He will see you through them. And through means I'm going through it. So you're going to come out on the other side. Mm. I know this to be true. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This was a blessing. And, you know, believers, here's the thing, you know, a lot of us, we give lip service to faith. You yes. know, Facebook faith is not going to cut <laughs> it when, when real life hits. That's it. And so my, my message to you and, and just echoing the words of, of Sister Reedville here is let God handle it. Yes. He knows. He knew it before you knew yes. it. Yes. And he's well aware God is never surprised. Yes. Hold on. Yes, Lord. And while you're holding on, do take the example of this woman. I'm telling you, what made me want to talk to her all these months later was her praise. Her praise. It was not a sad funeral. She was down there praising God. <laughs> and so because she was down there praising God, I said, let me get myself together. <laughs> I said, I came in here, eye dabbing and whatnot, I said, but because of her praise, because of oh her God. example, oh and if you see the power of God just working through Sister Geneva, it's no secret what he can do. He'll do it for you. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. He's doing it. He's doing it. You just have to wait. Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys so much. So if you guys have any comments, tweets, takeaways about this podcast, I know that you do because you always give me your takeaways and your feedback. Please do. And last question, if people want to continue to support, if people want to continue the fight, what's the best way to get involved? Oh my God. Please. Top way. Pray because that's free. Pray is free. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second way, there are many scholarships all across the place in mm -hmm. Sandy's name okay. on college campuses. Okay. You can go on to sandystillspeaks.com mm -hmm. and you can see that. The, 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 the real way that we can be helped right now, mm -hmm. we have a GoFundMe account mm -hmm. where initially it started to take care of the burial services and everything and then it morphed into legal. legal. Okay, That right there. If there are a million tweets and each one of those million donated one buck, one dollar, we're past where we need to be. Okay. Because you've got forensic specialists, police experts. You've got all of these people that need to be taken care of. Sometimes before you even can get anything. Mm -hmm. Payment is due. Payment is due. <laughs> so that's the real tangible way that the support is most effective. Because we will not sit down. Every time we go to Texas, it costs. Yeah. Okay. And I tell you, I don't care if we're there for 10 minutes. I'm not missing a hearing. I don't care if I have to thumb it. And hitchhike down the road, you're going to be I'm there. there. I'm there. So everyone, you know, if you want to support, you know, and not just pay lip service to support, but like actually give some real support to support the, the legal fight, because it's a fight. Yes, it, it is. It's a fight. Yes, Justice is. is not swift. It's mm -hmm. a real fight. Oh and God. so definitely go check out, you know, sandystillspeaks.com. Go check out the GoFundMe account. And give, yes. you know, give and it shall be given to you. You guys know yes. that I, I, I'm a big believer in that. And so if you want to continue the fight, if you want justice to, to be served, then please support to that campaign. Thank you so much. Thank you, doctor. All right. <laughs>